I'll tell you what, Gav. You'd have loved to have played there. There's some great tees. It's unbelievable. Oh, Gav. Honestly. It's an important factor. It's often Mate, it's a, the only it's factor. A proper, it's a proper spread. Short boundary square in a great tee. I love it. It's the, it's the kind of tee, Gav, that you want batting second at number nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where you can fill your boots yeah. and put your feet up and not have to, and then you, you know, you can have a little sleep as well if you need to. Honestly, yeah. as Lyndon went through it years ago, went through a phase doing uh, this week's second 11, you might not have done it in 50, but for tea, they had uh, pie, chips, peas, and gravy. No, oh. so you don't turn that down, do you? So I'm there, no. oh, it must have been short, trailer opening, batting. And I couldn't turn it down. I mean, I had to have it. And honestly, I felt terrible walking out to buy it. Honestly, well, were you, were you pulling a caravan? Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing that anyway, Dean. Really. <laughs> uh, honestly, all I wanted to do, you know, when all you want to do is just have a kit because you've eaten too much. That's all I wanted to yeah. do. So hello and a warm welcome to all our listeners. We have another great episode tonight with another top guest, the one and only Dean Barlow. Great that we've got Dean on so we can get a view from inside the dressing room as well as the usual input from the man with the gloves, our Joe Martin. But as always, uh, we'll just say a quick hello to the rest of the gang. So tonight we have Sells, Joe Martin and Gary Morehouse. So I'll just say hello to the two, two chaps first. So Joe, how are we? Very well, thank you, Gav. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good, good, thank you. Uh, what have you been up to this weekend, apart from uh, getting a glorious 12 points for the Super House? Yeah, no, it was uh, 12 points in the dirt this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> which was good. I was, I didn't do a lot, Gav. I went running and that was pretty much it. But it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Ooh. As I'm uh, sure you'll be able to testify, to, <laughs> as you get older, it becomes more <laughs> difficult to do more after you've had a game on a Sunday. I usually followed up with uh, about 15 pounds. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, how are you, pal? I haven't spoken to you for a while. Is everything all right? Yeah, it's all good down here, Gav. Uh, good to see you, mate. Good luck with his standing hosting duties. <laughs> well, it's not going to run as smoothly as when uh, when Jeremy does it, but I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. You'll be top dollar, top dollar. And Dino, welcome, Dino. Cheers, Gav. How are we, mate? We okay? Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. So basically, since the last podcast, first 11 have played a two further games. That was a loss to Walsden and then a return to winning ways uh, against Norden. Mass were never masked on point, but I make that three, played 3-1-2. Three, yeah? Correct. 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 That's a good start. So Dino, I'm just jumping with you. And obviously, uh, Gary, I think you were, saw a bit of a stream, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, just a bit of it, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, I hope Joe Martin will watch him because he will be out stumps. So, but we'll go to you, Dino. So, great to get back to winning ways yesterday. Looking at the cards, 60-odd from Frankie, good 20-odd from Young Henry, Farfra from Ruan, yeah. not forgetting you, a fan 50-odd from as many balls from you. So, talk us through it, mate. Yeah, good. Really, really good. I think we um, lost a few wickets early and, and it, 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 there was 20-odd from Joe in there as well, actually, that really sort of steadied us because otherwise we'd have been 
a little all over the place, I think. Um, uh, and so we were, what were we? I think we were 115 for five when I went in. But before that, it was, I think, I was thinking about this earlier, actually, and, and sort of what, what was important and whatnot. And, and I think, actually, if, if I think about it, Ben made a really good decision, actually, in letting Henry go before I went. Because when Henry went in, they were bowling two left arms, uh, two left arm slows, one from either end. And I think when he went in, they started changing things that they didn't really need to change. He brought an off spinner on from the top end who bowled a few, well, a half tracker and a couple of full balls that Henry swept. And I think it really messed up where they were getting overs from and what was going to, you know, what was going to play out for the rest of the inning. So I actually think all credit to Ben Exworth for sort of changing that on the fly and, and sending Henry first, who did really, really well. Um, yeah, and then after that, um, me and Frankie just uh, finished it off with uh, a few boundaries and good. Yeah, good fun. The one thing that uh, I've noticed uh, so far this year is they really seem to be getting some good partnerships together all the way down the order, which is great to see. I know it's a cliche, but it's uh, you know it's, it's been good to see really, and it's even even the game that we got beat. You know we. Some decent yeah. partnerships in that, and one of the things we spoke about prior to prior to, to starting the season, one of the things that Ben's Ben's quite big on it this year is um, just trying to soak up a bit of pressure and trying to stay in games a little bit longer and not losing wickets in clusters like we like we did pretty consistently last year. And we've done pretty well in the first few games. You know, even the Walsden game that we lost, we were, you know, we were only thirty short on a yeah. on a. On a difficult track, chasing two twenty. So we, yeah, we've 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 done well to stick in there and 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 pick points up even when we are losing, which is something that we didn't do a great deal of last year. Absolutely, yeah. So you were watching it on the stream, Gary. Yeah, what what, what did you see in the game? Did you watch a bit of both innings or just our innings? Or well, I think I think it's probably worth noting. Um, you know, Ben won the toss, and at fifty odd for five, given what Dean's just said about soaking up a bit of pressure, hanging in games, that would look like it could have. You know, spiraled as a plan pretty quickly. Um, yeah. But fair play to you know partnerships down the order there. Um, you know, to put 150 on for for only loss of one more wicket. You know, that's what teams used to do to us. We we you know back in the day. I'm not talking recently, but that was my memory. A lot of time, you know, we get in ourselves in a in a in a pretty reasonable position many occasion, and somebody come in at seven or eight and just you know smash 60 or something from from nowhere, and and, and you you're in tatters. So yeah, I think I mean again, sort of you know, not going to comment on shots or anything like that because I don't know how the track was playing and and, and you know or anything else. But um, <laughs> I think the only the only notable uh, wicket that I, that I thought, oh, uh, maybe there's a bit of a story to hear about that. What happened was uh, was Paddy's uh, Paddy's run out. I mean, first <laughs> when I saw it, it was like, oh, maybe that's a good bit of fielding, or maybe um, Francois sold him down the down the river. But actually, when I looked at it back, Paddy sat on his back a bit, didn't he? You know, let's be honest. Yeah, I think so. And then he realises about halfway down track, he's got to put a spurt on and uh, and obviously don't make it. But but other than that, you can't really say, you know, there were there were crazy shots with her or anything like that. And and I think it just looked like, you know, again, Henry had another on the back of his Rams bottom, uh, his little knock there, just hanging around and soaking up a lot of balls We. uh uh, with Tom and, and that and Joy, um, so um, 
so yeah, it all looked good um, to get to 200. Brilliant. And without, I suppose, I suppose you again got to mention um, Pretorius coming in and probably the expectations of the last time we saw him yeah, smashing it all round, all round Chapman Road. Probably be, in, the fans, especially, are probably thinking, you know, we'll have some more of that, please. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and and once he he, he goes for uh, uh, teens, whatever it was, fourteen, fifteen, you know, but brilliant, fantastic to see. And you've made some really great points there, Garrett. I'm not going to discuss the run out uh, for, 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 <laughs> num- yeah. for, for numerous Probably reasons, for as is common on this. I wasn't actually watching. Uh, the, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> at the time, awesome, awesome Vengers in the room again. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> but I think your points about uh, you know having partnerships down the orders really valid, and it's something that. I think in previous years we probably would have collapsed to 130, 140 all out. And also with with Ruan, although he only got 16, um, he didn't he didn't soak up a lot of the pros bowling. They opened the right. bowling with him and he bowled. I think he must have bowled seven overs first up, and I'd say three of those overs he Ruan faced from him. So he did a really good job then as well. He's only two balls in that 16 and off 32 balls. So it's been very, very watchful, hasn't it? And yeah. not crash bang wall that Gary was referring to earlier. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, Dino, we did, I haven't actually discussed you with you when with your batting. And I'm actually <clears> stealing <throat> some of Gav's questions here. But when you yeah. when you came in, uh, I was walking around with Nigel and Joe Benaduce and we were saying, looking at it, we'd probably be happy with 170. 180 what were you what were you saying to with Frankie you know what I I don't remember once having a discussion about about what we thought was a good score um it it, it was a strange track because it was it some were coming through nicely and 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 others were really sticking in the pitch it it was um it it was difficult to pull on they bowled some a reasonable amount of not necessarily half trackers but you know balls that you would say were on the short side and both myself and Frankie struggled to get those away. And it, it was when it was a little shorter, it was just sticking in. But when it was full, it was coming on quite nicely. Um, and it, it wasn't turning a, a, a great deal either. Um, and so, in hindsight, maybe you'd have looked at it and you'd have said 180-ish, probably, with just a bit of, you know, variation that was in it. But, um, yeah, I don't think we discussed it once, actually. Frankie might have had it in his own head, but when I'm batting, I need to be left alone, so I don't usually get involved in those discussions, Joe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so, at, at the end of innings, then, what was the feeling in the, in the dressing room, Dean and Joe? Were you quite quietly confident with that, or did you think, you know, we're still in a game here, or...? Yeah, I think so. I think that we were happy with 200. I think getting 200 is always a psychological advantage to yeah. get past that mark but they have some really good good players they've got a great opening batter and um and the pro is fantastic as well so you know previously we've played against them and one's been 80 not out one's been 70 not out and they've walked off yeah. so i think that's always in the back of your mind but we, we were positive and <laughs> Aggressive, I, I think, think so that was good. They were a little light. I think they would be willing to admit they were a little bit, a little bit lighter than maybe they had been um, last year in in the batting department. So actually, I think you know 
180, 200, and when, and when we got to 200, yeah, we were. I think we were all reasonably confident that we could go and we could go and do that as long as you know you get the pro or you don't allow them to build partnerships. I think we were um, pretty, pretty, pretty in the game at around 200. That's yeah, and like I say, especially then when you make early inroads, you know what would it? Mm. You know, first ball of the wicket six, and then 14 for two. So talk us through uh, Ruan's bowling then. Five wickets for 54 runs off 14 overs. Yeah, doing a lot with it or yeah, uh, yeah, he's doing a lot with it. Both, you know, seaming it both ways and swinging it, bowling some quite quick bounces as well. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know what Dean, I don't know what Dean thought, and I don't know what Gary, Gary thought. But it's, it's obviously a slightly different dynamic having a fast bowling pro to having Paz, who yeah. you know contains and and takes wickets by building pressure uh Ruvan was a you know is a is probably more aggressive in in with his in, intent you know he was yeah. you know he was bowling <laughs> at the stumps and he bowled very well it gives a bit of a different dynamic in general doesn't it because you know Ruan came out um and like Joe said he was bowling quick me and Ben were both sort of at slip thinking but I don't really fancy where he's flying through. Um, they won it first over, Dino, weren't they? The, oh, the my God. Through. I, put my, I put my arms up when it hit the boundary rope. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it, it gives us a little bit of a different dynamic because, you know, he came in with so much energy and, and, and didn't like, I, I think he took a little bit of an exception that the captain wasn't wearing a helmet. And so he, and so he, you know, he got right into him straight away, and it does it gets you going a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And that's not to say that you don't, you know, that, that it's it's not no kind of slant on Paz at all, because you know what Paz does is is brilliant in a in a completely different manner. But it, what it does is, it, it, I think it got us all going a little bit, and that you know, there's a bit of words and and a bit of energy out there. It's good. And sometimes I guess like when we when you got Paz coming on, I know he's open the bowling on occasion, but more often than not it'll be for second change or something. Yeah. When you've got a seam yeah. bowling professional who's going to choose the best end, normally if you've got Joey Tom Walker in this instance, but somebody you know somebody else opening the bowling, um, you know seam bowling, then I suppose they've got to just adapt slightly, haven't they, to um, you know having a, a seam bowling pro uh, the other end. Yes, definitely, I Gary. I, I think it. I think it put them on the back foot a little bit, actually. Yeah. I don't think they were. You, I mean, he did bowl really quick. I'm. I'm still that far back for quite a while. Been rapid. They were sharp. They were really quick. Yeah. My hands he's, still he's very skiddy. He's very skiddy as well. So when he when he is bowling those those short ones, you, you there's no massive cue in his action either for when he's bowling them. So he. he, he he caused a, a, a few issues, and I can imagine it was a little bit uncomfortable for him. To be perfectly honest, yeah. with you. was, it, was there a lot of shoulder, a lot of shoulder in it? Because he didn't look to have like an express run up or anything. You know, like no. you weren't like look as though he were quick to crease. But I mean, back from what you were saying, he were obviously quick through air. Yeah, yeah that I think it's all in his action. It comes. He really whips his arm over, doesn't he, John? Right. Yeah. Um, but I think on on the point that you made there, uh, Gaz, where you're talking about. Um, about but potentially our opening bowlers having to adjust to, to bowling with a, an opening bowl a professional that opens a bowling at the other end. Enough can't be said actually about Hawkey and the, the, the spell that he bowled because to be able to go from doing what Joey's done for such a long time, which is to yeah. open the bowling 
with you know with the keeper back and a slip and and to now be able to bowl um you know different variations with the keeper up through the middle overs and go at you know twos and threes yeah. um has been incredible for him from him from the last last year and this year actually maybe even maybe even 2019 as well he was doing it a little bit Joe wasn't he but yeah, yeah he was very good and especially yeah, bowling to someone like Zaidi. Seven overs, one one for fourteen at a time where they might be looking to accelerate. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right, guys. So we've had a start to the season. Won the wrong singleton against that lot over at Road. So it's a good start. So after three games, like we say, we've won two. What's the what's the mood in the dressing room? Are we happy with the start? Are we quietly confident, or are we you know is there a bit of frustration? What's the mood in the dressing room, lads? From my perspective, Gav, I, I think that it's a really nice place to be in the dressing room at the minute there's a lot mm. of cohesion and and positivity about i think um and also there's no um but, but we're not sort of getting ahead of ourselves but yeah. i actually think it's the i think it's the manner in which we're we're playing when yeah. you look back at, at the walsden game although we lost by 30 runs you know we we, we took that game really deep and you know chasing over 200 is always difficult and as I said previously, we probably would have collapsed before. Yeah. But, you know, we were batting for longer periods of time. And, you know, it might not work all season. You know, there are some games that can just get, can get away from you. But I think well, that we're in, a, we're in a reasonable place, but we, but we can't get complacent, I don't think, just because so we've had a good say, start. So would you say, Joe, then, and, and would you say that that is, has been a noticeable change in tactics from yourselves is it something you've talked about or is it just experience and it's some it's a natural progression as a, as a batting unit or as a side but I think I think it is it, it I think it's probably a bit of both it's it's obviously quite a deliberate thing as I say we had spoken about soaking up pressure but actually if you look at if you look at the people that have kept us in the games both this weekend and and then against Ramsbottom Tom Walker's eighteen and Henry's seventeen. Yeah. To say that it's yeah. to, to say that it's experience would maybe a little, you know, is maybe a little harsh on them. You know, at Ramsbottom especially, and then Henry again this weekend. They have really, really kept us in games and got us to a point where we can go and win that game. Yeah. Um, and so yes, it is deliberate. We are trying to stay in it a little bit more and to not lose wickets in clusters, as I, as I said. But it, you know. It's not. It may be experience for some, but the way that Hen, Henry and Tom have both batted in those games has been unbelievable for for, for lads of their age with their experience. And I, and I think how they've, you know, applied themselves not just in the batting but with the with the ball and and in the field. You know, Tom mm. probably hasn't bowled. You know, I think he only bowled four overs at the weekend, but he took yeah. a really yeah. important wicket, and he's also. You know, he's a, he's a young lad, but he's also playing in a in a good team, where some weeks someone's going to bowl really well and and take those wickets. And he he did his job first up by getting that early wicket because um, their captain can be really destructive. So he did a fantastic job as well. Stephen, if I, uh, I can just ask you as, as, as the guest tonight, mm. you've had a decent start to the season, haven't you? Obviously, good innings on Sunday, a forty odd at Walsden. Talk to us about uh, your start to the season. You know, is it, is, have you worked on anything specific over the winter or have you just thought, you know, change of attitude or or what? Yeah, a definite change of attitude. I, I have actually changed 
something technically, but I, I'm there's I'm putting absolutely no emphasis on that whatsoever as far as actually you know the the, the runs that I've scored. Uh, it is just a, it's an attitude thing. I, I'd, I'd sort of got myself into a place over the last couple of years where I, where I felt as though I I was sort of I needed to bat in a way that maybe didn't. Well, it doesn't suit anybody. I was trying to go from ball one all the time. And it just wasn't it wasn't working for me. And it was uh, again Ben that came to me at the start of the season and just said, right, just get you know simple things that you should learn when you're 18 years old that I seem to not have picked up. But um, you know, give yourself a bit of time and um, and and you know allow yourself to sort of build an innings. And um, I think both against Walls and with with 20 odd, and then again this weekend, if if you look at Especially this weekend, if you look at the way that the innings went, I started slowly and then, you know, both myself and Frankie were kicked on um, later on as soon as we saw a bit of light at the end of the tunnel there. And Frankie's had a decent start to the season as well, hasn't he? So had a few runs and... Yeah, yeah, he's had a really good, he's had a great start. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. He's, he's invaluable, really. He, he really is invaluable to us. He's, you know, to, to, to have him going in when we were losing wickets on Sunday yeah. was... Just what we needed to have. But that experience isn't it? You know, all joking aside, it's that experience, and it's just what we needed yeah. to, to steady the ship. And he's got great temperament and... as well, Gav. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's probably he's probably he's probably our best player of spin as well. And so to have him going in with the pro bowling and and uh, and there was a, a another left arm slow at the other end when he went in. You know, that's exactly who you you need to go out there and uh, just soak up a bit of pressure and play it around. So, looking forward to next weekend, um, Haslander, isn't it, at home? Yep, that's right. They've had a, yeah. They're promoted this year. They've had a decent start. They've also won uh, two of the first three. What are we expecting from Haslinden? Well, Dino might be better answering this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're always in for a, um, a good game, I think. They're a good team. Yeah, and I think they'll probably have a sub-pro this weekend as well. So, whoever, yeah, the, the pro hasn't can. managed... The pro hasn't managed to come. Um, I think he he was a uh, Western Australian wicketkeeper. He was uh, he was. I'm gonna sound like a right loser because I know all this out of jail. Um, he uh, he finished second in the Sheffield Shield um, run scoring table this year. So he he was a, a real pro, and he was um, he's also a wicketkeeper. He was going to wicketkeep for them. So I think actually they're having to not necessarily make do, but they haven't got the first choice of of what they necessarily wanted. Um, but they're, they're a good side. They've signed Mini Barda this year from Tennis Goals, and mm. you know he's a good player. Um, they've quite a few lads as well, actually. They bat and bowl, so they can't. They, they do bat reasonably deep as well, because um, they do have a few lads that do both. So they're, they're a good team, and, and they'll do well. And I think that you know they'd have been a little bit of a, of a dark horse, but the top four or five had had the pro, you know, come over. They yeah, love Coleman in middle order. He's a decent player in team. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis as well, and yeah, that'll be tough to beat, I would imagine. Looking at the draw you mentioned earlier in our conversation, just taking the focus away from uh, the fisting for a second, it's been a decent start for some of the young lads, hasn't it? Uh, looking at the second eleven, they've also from three games of one two. I just look like we had a strong side out yesterday. We've knocked them off one down, aren't we? Hundred and ninety for one. Good to see Simi start the uh, season well. Yeah, always, uh, always good to see Simi do well. He's a fantastic club, yeah, he is. club, yeah, club he is. player. He will do, he'll do anything. You know, he, he played, played on, played on Sunday, and 
and then and then played on Monday and uh, for That's the right. for the fourths and and gave them a little bit of leadership in that team whilst they were fielding and so it's 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 great to see yeah I think this the second have had a I've had a really good had a really good start since I think they lost the first game but since then they've bowled well and they've batted well and the reports from Matt have been really positive so and obviously there's a lot of focus on the youngsters in that team so it's been great to see them doing well absolutely yeah and it looks as though some of the performances have been shared about as well I mean the on stage stepped to Agatha got 80 odd the other week didn't he you know he did and then he went on holiday that's a very familiar (laughs) uh, used to do that very frequently didn't he he used to get 80 on one holiday to make sure he kept his place I didn't know whether with Sam Phil Agatha or Judith Chalmers (laughs) 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 unbelievable I I would I, w- I would hope that Haggers has put a considerable contribution to the end of season doing the fine spot for the winner where we have to get an answer. <laughs> yeah, but some of the youngsters have done really well. Tom York Robinson got his first 50 for the second team. Yes, and- yes, and- I saw that. Yeah. Um, I did actually see that, yes. Um, he batted really well, apparently. Yes, that was it was it was uh, it was very good, very in control, and it was uh, it was good to see. A couple of other noticeable performances I've, I've just there's been there's been quite a few, but just one or two that I've uh, just pulled out. Young Joe Edgar he's, had, he's already had an hundred, first hundred for the force, and then a five foot weekend after. That's not bad, is it? Fantastic. One of the APP players. It's been really good to see Joe Edgar is He's got really solid defence, but can attack his hundred. I watched, I watched him get his hundred, and it was faultless. It was mm. such a good knock against. There were some, there were some young players in their team, but there were also some experienced ones as well. Yeah. And it was, it was fantastic to see. It was, yeah. it was brilliant. Uh, yeah. And he's going to be, he's going to be a great player in the future. Yeah, mm. I, saw, I saw him back once or twice uh, last year. Actually, I was quite impressed. I must admit. Uh, and I think his brother got uh, got an hundred on the same day as well, didn't he? For, for that. <laughs> That might have cost Kelvin a couple of quid, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. Yeah. And uh, Georgie Durkin, 120-odd. That's not bad, is it? It's not a bad start. And then followed up with a 20-odd opening batting for twos. Yeah, so. absolutely. He's, George is another one. He seems really settled this year. And yeah. he's working hard on... I mean, before he got the 100 this weekend, on the Thursday, he was working with Blaise on, um, and, and, a couple of other, and a couple of other players. Uh, and working really hard at his game and that's a really it's really welcoming to see actually he's a great lad and I'm I'm really pleased that he's doing so well he's chipped in with a couple of wickets hasn't he as well I think yeah Gary have you got anything not specific points to, to bring up just a comment on uh, some second performance or juniors and stuff like that I mean you know weekend having sort of Finchie, Blaise Matt in your team you know you couldn't really have three more experience, I say qualified in a, in general um, sort of club cricket terms, um, people to, to learn off bat ball fielding, you know, you've got it all covered there, attitude, captain, sir, um, dedication, at, you know, at, at, attitude. Um, seriously, if those young lads can't learn, yeah. you know, how to play good cricket off those three, then, you know, you'll, they'll not have better chance at, at many other clubs. Um um, so that were really, I know, sort of Finchy contributed a lot in the win and probably chasing 180 odd. Um, you know, Matt maybe weren't going to juggle the batting order around too much and wanted, you know, something at the top. But you know, to to not even need 
himself and Blaise, you know, chasing. And they chased him down in 20-odd overs, didn't they? 27 yeah. overs, chased 190 or something. Yeah. Um, you know, so fair play to him. So, yeah, I mean, that was that's great to see, isn't it? Because sometimes your first team's doing well and you you look you look at the second team league and this, I'm not, this not just our club, but it can be the same for a lot of clubs. And, and it's not always the case that the seconds will do you well, you know, just because your first are doing well. Sometimes it does happen like that because you get a competition of places or you get a good pool and, and, it, and it happens. But it doesn't always happen like that. And um, I think to see him having a good start, Matt will be really pleased, I would imagine. Um, and like I say, you know, the, the, on the horizon, the, the, those lads performing well, fourths and thirds and coming in and holding their own in seconds and, and obviously some already getting a sniff in the first. That does probably allay anybody's fears that, you know, there isn't a, a continuity plan in place, as it were. Yeah. Gaz, that's a, that's a fantastic point to, again, um, and it's great to see the threes and fours doing well as, as well and winning games. And the, you know, Rami are notoriously always always have uh, strong seconds and third 11s. So our, I get them mixed up, but our fourth team, I think, uh, you know, took them down to the wire on, on, on Bank Holiday Monday. Uh, so that kind of uh, grittiness that we were talking about and making sure that they're back for long periods of time and, and staying games, it seems to be filtering, filtering through, which is really positive to see. You know, there were more fifties on, on Bank Holiday Monday for Keegan De Vries and Deck Metcalf, so yeah. it, it's it's a, it's a really positive thing, I, I think. <laughs> I watched about I watched about an hour and a half of the fourteen game the week before. I think Joe um, when I when I was picking my car up and. Uh, Watched Elliot Johnson back, and he—he's another one that you know it will will be a very very good first team cricketer. He looks uh, watched him back for probably an hour, an hour and a half, and he looked again really really good, very organised. Um, yeah, very very good. It wouldn't, and it, and you know, it won't surprise me when the likes of Joe Edgar and Elliot Johnson and Deck Metcalf, people like that, when they get a chance in the second team, that they'll that yeah. they'll take it. And you don't have to be worried about opening the batting with them or batting them at three or or bowling them first change or whatever. You know that they can, they'll give a good yeah, account of themselves. And uh, they'll be picked on merit, won't they? They're not going to be uh, place fillers, any of them. You know, they're, they've all got a great deal of talent. So I'm sure we'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been a really really good start to see those youngsters doing well in the threes, fours, and twos. What a strange order to go in. Those teams <laughs> sounds like my my, my batting. Uh, <laughs> that used to, that used to be my three four my first three scores at season. Uh, John, not much better after that. Me too. Usually, Gaz, I won't worry about it. <laughs> no, do yourself a disservice, Gaz. Um, the uh, in the, in one of the friendlies, actually, Joel Sharp. We were we were talking about how far we lived from Cone. He lives. He, he lives. He lives relatively near. Um, and we were asking, well, how, well, how long does it take you to get to get there, Sharp? He went uh, between eight and seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> When's, when has anybody ever put anything in that order? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very, very Joel Sharp thing to do. Yeah, he's a good lad as well. He's had a reason. He's had a. He's had a good start. He'll be in some run soon, I think. Well, as well this weekend, it's the first round of the Worsley Cup uh, and we've got Rotten Stall. 
So, obviously, there's no one going to know more about them than you, Dino. Give us the inside track. What do we expect from Rottenstall? One of my favourite clubs, uh, Rottenstall. Yeah, mine too. A lot of time for him, but what, what can we expect, mate? Uh, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. From what I hear, they, they, they've got some, you know, some some really useful players. The um, the opening bowl, they've got an opening bowl that's that's really quite good. Um, Matt Kershaw's, you know, a, a good batter in 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 either division. Um, scores plenty of runs when he plays. Um, and uh, you know, there's a few others that that are, that are really decent players in the club. They could they could cause an upset to anyone, I think, on the day. Um, you know, especially if they get a performance from a pro. Um, but from what I hear, the opening ball might be might have a little strain, so I don't know if um if he's going to bowl or not. I know he didn't bowl this weekend when I looked at the scorecard, so. I'm not entirely sure, to be honest with you, mate. We'll just um, we'll have to see where where they're at. But I think that you know they're more than capable of causing an upset um, to anyone. I think on on the day they've got you know they've got two or three decent decent bowlers, and if they can find some overs, you know, elsewhere and, and a sub pro, and you know, they... have we got any? Are we a, a full side, or have we got anybody missing, or? I, it would be pure speculation at this point, Gav, as the team hasn't been announced. But I believe there are. Um, one or two missing, yes. Right. Gary, one, one, you need one, to get a badge on, really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think you're that desperate. But, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, and, and Rottenstall, they've won, a first couple of, they've won two of the first three in the league. Um, so they'll be carrying, um, you know, a bit of momentum and a bit of confidence well on the line. I know they chased 280, didn't they, at the weekend, and the um, Pro got 150-odd or, or something, so... Um, you know, obviously that's a big chunk out of that. But I think it's one of the where's the cup sometimes obviously a lot of different things can happen, but but it, it using your bowlers, using your, your five, six bowlers or whatever, often um, you know, it can can be the main difference. And you know, you look at our strength in depth and without throwing the mockers on it, um, you'd like to think that we'd we sort of hold court in that in that department first. But like you say on the day, um you know, upsets happen. So I think we'll just have to be on his guard just because they're in the, the second division. Don't mean to say that they're going to be a walkover. Absolutely. They're the, the probably, the probably a little bit more geared towards the bowling side as well, actually, which, you know, in, if you if you can get a good start, if you bowl first and get a good start in a, in a cup game and you get someone, you know, regardless of division, 50-odd for, 50 for four or, or, or thereabouts, you know, you, you back yourself to potentially get, you know, get them out in a manner where you could chase that down. So regardless, I think that, you know, cup sides are probably good bowling sides and complemented by batting. And they uh, they are, they're a, good, they're a good bowling side and it's probably the strongest suit. So, yeah, do a good well, game. Let's, uh, let's all we up by ourselves and uh, we're, we're in the hat for the next round. Um, you know, come, come the end of play, hopefully, fingers crossed. I say, you know, as uh, defending champions, you don't want to uh, fall at the first year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Although we do have a history of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to put a dampener on it, chaps. I I almost wish that we were playing away this weekend, to be perfectly honest with you, because it would have been nice to go and have a game there, but never mind. And it's only five minutes from where you live. It's Yeah, I could have a few beers afterwards. Walk, walk home. Yeah, <laughs> and on that note, didn't haven't they just um, made it the bar into renamed it the Peterwood twelve twenty seven yes. bar or something in in, in honour of him? Yeah. So 
um, yeah, I'm sure that'll uh, take some take some christening as well. So you you look played against Peter Wood, won't you, guys? Yeah, um, did I make my debut against Ron Stallworth Rishton? Anyway, but played against Peter Wood, and um, I think you know to be fair, I mean he was super player even then. Um, but I believe the sort of you know ten years earlier um, when he sort of brought league records and stuff like that from what Stan and Rusty and, and Iggy used to tell me. You know, they, that were the, you played them and that was, I mean, they did a few good players, don't get me wrong, but he was the one who, they, you know, they wanted to see the back of. He just looked like he'd so much time, played every shot and, and classy, you know what I mean? It wasn't um, smashing it around or whatever, even though, you know, he, he could he could throw a, a long handle at it if he needed to, but everything was just classy. All shots, front and back foot, and I'd never really seen an amateur player play so many good shots off the back foot. Uh, is him. He, he he was, and I, probably probably two or three seasons played against him. So I didn't see him. You know, Jez had probably like probably come into it when Jez was starting up, and he were he were whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, so uh, shame, but good good to see that they're remembering him in uh, in such a way, and that's you know like a a permanent uh, reminder for all visitors, isn't it, to see to to see that. Yeah, and uh, well said. And it. An extremely nice man as well, guys. Always, always had time to to talk about cricket and yeah. you know waste, wasted his time trying to improve me a little bit a few times. And <laughs> but a lovely, lovely man. Yeah, very nice. Good, good. Okay, so I think that rounds everything up for uh, this evening's chat. So just finally, just give my thanks, Joe Martin, Gary, and also Dino. So thank you very much for your contributions this evening. And just before I leave, if I could just just give a, a reminder to all our listeners about the charity T20 on Friday the 13th of May. That's Lawrence versus Padium at Law House. It is in the aid of Casual Minds Matter. Entry is at, starts at 6.15. Entry is by donation. Suggested £2 adults and £1 concessions. And both Lawrence and Padium are looking to ensure this is an annual event. If, if, if people are, you know, they're at a loose end and they want to go down and watch a good game of cricket against two good local sides, it'd be great to see you. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you soon. Gordon! Gordon! Send more house to save the house!